Hi guys, welcome back to A Case for the FBI, Cross-Examining Reality. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And today we are going to start off with some more bebe news. This one honestly kind of brings tears <laughs> to my eyes, I'm not going to lie. Um, so I was scrolling through TikTok today before hopping on here with Kristen and I saw Trisha Paytas announce that she is having a baby. Yes, she is. Apparently she's been dealing with a lot of infertility issues or something, I guess, over the past eight years. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that much about like concerning Trisha's fertility um but I mean that's the way that she made it seem in her post so if that is the case then good for her congratulations Trisha she is America's sweetheart (laughs) so this is also exciting and also since I saw uh her post I mean we can all assume that the baby daddy is her husband Moses yes all of today in my head I've been singing I love you Moses What a fucking jam. That's how she's paying for all those diapers. I love you, Moses. Like, it is, I don't know. There's something about it that just, like, really catches my soul. Um, so, yeah, we had Wolf Webster, and then now we have another baby to keep track of, in addition to Rihanna's baby. Yes. I'm actually interested how far along Trisha is, because she does not look pregnant. Oh, Interesting. And she also was showing like the pregnancy test. Yeah. So I'm like, did you just find out and you're like telling fucking TikTok? Like, I'm a little concerned. She's adding it to her day in the life. She's already got like, you know how people can make like, I don't even know what it is on TikTok, but where they have, it has like at the bar right at the bottom that says like pregnancy. So it's going to like a folder or something, I guess. Oh, like a, um, like a highlight or something like on Instagram. She already has that set up. Yeah, she's committed. That's a, uh, first of all, there are probably some people who are listening right now who are like, who are, who is this? <laughs> Trisha Paytas. I'm sure like people who don't recognize the name, they for sure have like seen her face somewhere, or just like seen her antics um, in, in some social media form. Um, but that's, that's her thing is that she just says like antics. She just is a wacky girl. And I feel like this baby is just going to add to the, to the wackiness, but I mean, if that's what she and Moses wanted, then congrats to them. I can't even imagine, but I mean, yeah, Trisha has been on so many just like random shows. Like she's been on, um, my strange addiction. She was addicted to tanning. Um, Really? Yeah. She was on America's Got Talent trying to rap. I mean, Trisha's been around the block, guys. Um, and, and she was she was friends with Jeffree Star, too, for a while. Right? Yes, yes. They were very good friends. I can't remember exactly what their falling out was. Who knows what Jeffree Star? I mean, those are two very volatile personalities. Yes. So who even knows? I'm sure... I feel like for some reason it like James Charles is also yes. involved. I, I, like, thought, I think so, too. Yeah. Back I mean, in that. In those Look, Trisha Paytas is a lot of things, but she is not a liar. Everything that she has ever said about everyone has come out to be true. So, like, yeah. I'm just saying she may be batshit crazy, okay? She has a lot of mental issues, and, you know, I'm glad that she's doing well, and, you know, her and her husband are stable and having this lovely child. Right. Um, but, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> that Yeah, I would say, like, she's crazy, but she's not fake. Yes, 
I mean, granted, she, I think she, she like does a lot of stuff for attention, but that's just like who and she'll say she it. is. Yeah. yeah. Also, she's like a gazillionaire too yeah. somehow i guess her only fans i just know it it's it's just her only fans because i was I mean, gonna say that's probably she have, not like, it but i mean she, some of the stuff she does on there is wild is she on youtube yes yeah, like is YouTuber. that yeah 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 okay because yeah i mean she lives a very lavish lifestyle but i guess she's like on podcasts all the time i'm sure she makes a lot of money on tiktok well because there was mm-hmm. one video that went around um from what is that movie with um bradley cooper and lady gaga a star is born yes where she sings the shallow song and she's <laughs> like when i have the hat on i'm the boy when i take the hat off i'm the girl and she sings the song as both of them oh my god she's like tell me something girl she's wild <laughs> i'm trying to find her um her her youtube i can't find it right now but i'm sure it's in here some somewhere oh I um, it wouldn't be hard to find i wonder if she's taking mi- it down a mini trisha oh no so maybe she just posted on, on twitter or something i don't know i'll have to do some of my own research i should have come correct on this one and done my research <laughs> beforehand so i'm sorry y'all but i'm still just kind of like shell-shocked by the news and if there were any tiktoker that at least i know of to get pregnant i'm glad that it's Trisha a hundred percent I'm happy yeah. for um because she does seem like just a like a genuine good person yeah. albeit crazy but yeah. I know it's just almost like a little bit more like naive almost like I don't yeah. know she's just like so sweet and something's just like really innocent about her even though we all know she's not because I'm pretty sure she's done porn and I mean oh, she's yeah. done all of it she's done it all so out of all the tiktokers that you follow slash know everything who would you least like to be pregnant? Like who, if you saw that they were pregnant, you'd be like, oh, like. Addison Ray. <laughs> that girl does not need to procreate. That's what I was going to say, because it's like, we're going to have another human being on this earth that's half you. No, we don't need it. That doesn't sound great. We're good. Because I mean, this whole deal of like internet fame is just a whole other level. Addison Ray legit just doesn't have at least like Charlie D'Amelio like she's a dancer yeah um, I mean not a professional but like that's how she started Addison Ray is now trying to become an actress I guess oh, I don't know Jesus. um which I never did you see she's all that or whatever it's called With Amanda Bynes no um Addison Ray did like a a reboot of it like oh. within the last year on Netflix what yeah and i think it's called she's all that he or he's all that whatever whatever one the amanda Bynes one is not called that's what she did okay Um, and i guess she sings in this movie and our good friend of the pod annie everybody knows annie by now um (laughs) she posted a video of addison ray singing in this movie and posted on her Instagram story and was like, I absolutely cannot believe that this was snubbed for an Oscar. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Like, How did she miss out? That what a beautiful sense. performance. Feels rigged. <sighs> so anyways. I, I feel like I probably intentionally blocked out that on my Netflix recommended list because I was like, I absolutely will not watch anything with her in it. I will not. Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, your Netflix probably knows like she just is not, she's not interested. Let me make, I feel like. 
It Let's must see. be called he's, he's all, all that then because yeah. the Amanda Bynes one was she's all that. He's all that. Yep. And there she is. Oh, and Madison Pettis was in it too. Do you remember her? She little, was the um, name sounds familiar. She was like a Disney Channel star. Yeah. She what, was in she? um she was in that one movie with The Rock. Oh, yes, yes, yes. With the yeah, curly hair. Oh, yeah. And she was in Corey in the House. Yes, yes, oh, yes. The Game Plan. That's yeah. oh, the movie. Oh, my God. What a fucking good movie. Yeah. The <gasps> Game Plan. Oh, I feel like I need to go back. <laughs> that was such a good movie. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to guess Madison Pettis's age? 32. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if she was making movies with The Rock and she's like a child and that movie came out in 2007. Oh, I don't do math. 21? She's 23. Close. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean, she's kind of like a Sky, a Sky Jackson situation where like her face still looks very, very young. Like she's baby face. Yeah. But also that's kind of like how it goes for child stars like once you get famous as a kid that is your face forever i feel like i just in my mind like she was the same age as me when i watched her on tv even though that's not true but like when i just Mm -hmm. think back i was like oh we were probably the same age so i'm like maybe she was older than me yeah you know the sweet life is i cody freaking ashley tisdale was playing like a 17 year old and that bitch was like 23 like (laughs) i don't know yeah i wonder how old the sprouse twins are I'm, I feel like they are actually close to our age. So I'm guessing like 27, 28. I guess oh, I can't can't say the Sprouse twins. I'll search Dylan Sprouse. I like how this podcast has. Superior twin. Oh, did you like. Oh, he doesn't have a Wikipedia. Okay. Yes. I was about to say that's. No, the same hogwash. Slipping. Um, okay. I also can't do math, but he was born. He was born in 1992. So oh, he's gonna be thirty. Yeah, he, they're gonna be thirty this year. Oh my gosh! See, like, Holy crap! Oh my gosh! God, Holy how old crap. is Ashley Tisdale? Is that bitch forty something? <laughs> she can't be that old, right? Right? Nervous laughter. Oh my god! Um, let's see. Also, I like how this podcast has turned into. Let's wait while Kristen Google's random things. <laughs> so, okay, Ashley Tisdale is thirty six. Okay, okay, so not. Well, not too bad okay yeah um for looking that up i was concerned but also like she was in her 20s playing a 17 year old also when she was playing sharpay yes she was fucking it up on the disney channel as a full ass adult yes yeah she getting that that grown woman bag that's right she didn't care how she got it what a talented woman i do love her her tiktoks are just real cute with her and her baby Oh, I was gonna. I don't really like know what she's up to. Um, do you on TikTok ever come across uh, the actor who played Troy Bolton's dad? No. On High School Musical. No. This man made being in High School Musical his whole personality. Like every single one of his TikToks is about like, oh my god, like I'm the dad from High School Musical. Like that Aww. literally is all that it is. He like he, nothing else. Which granted, obviously he's like getting views for it, but let it go. Like we get that's it. just like the girl that was it. Annie got a cameo for Steven of the <gasps> hip hop dancing girl. Yes, of Martha. Yes. Yeah, she oh gosh. Definitely- is in the same boat i just feel it yes she will randomly do things where it'll be like high school musical callbacks and i'm like yeah you know we're all nostalgic but like 
the girl. It's fun to be nostalgic, you know, every once in a while, not like once a week when you're posting yeah. a new video. And we're like, okay, yeah. we get it. It's very much like the 27 year old that's still showing up to the high school football games. Like, <laughs> it's a strange. Yes. Getting a lot of pick me energy on that. Yeah, for sure. She's like, oh, they remember me from this one thing. I got to milk it for all it's worth. So anyways, back to Trisha. I'm I'm just like <laughs> scrolling through her, um, what, I, what I think is her YouTube. And people have already filmed like reaction videos to finding out that she's pregnant how do you even do that i don't know people are just like i also saw so speaking of which well oh we were talking about this before we started recording um (laughs) but but super bowl commercials and there are a lot of commercials for like movies and different shows coming out and stuff like that there's already like 20 minute breakdowns of 30 second long commercials of like marvel stuff and lord of the rings stuff that oh, is like already broken down i'm like guys are you okay i'm sorry like i don't even have a life like i really don't have that many things outside of like my job and the podcast but like how do you find the time to do that or the energy or the interest i'd rather watch netflix the brain space to like break all of this stuff down in it in excruciating detail um I don't know if you're able to put like a lot of prep into that if you already anticipate what it's what the commercial is going to be but I don't know there's different strokes for different folks um I personally would not do that I mean maybe if there was a trailer for like 90 day fiance yeah um which I follow this girl we're on tiktok topic today obviously follow this girl on tiktok who is also all about tlc shows Uh uh-huh and she will post recap videos of um sister wives episodes like episodes of sister wives and they will legit be like eight parts long (sighs) and she's like recapping and providing commentary for this episode yeah Um, it's one of those, it's like a love hate thing. There are times where I'm like, oh yes, thank you for providing me all of this content. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes it's just like eight parts. Yes. Yes. Like it legit is. I listen to them as if I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. Every few minutes I have to like go to the next one, but that's basically yeah. like, I turn it on. I put my phone down. I go do other stuff while I'm listening to her commentary. It's like a little mini podcast genius which i guess it's probably easier than podcasting you know she just like records her video of her sitting there talking and then posts it but what we are doing here this is a high quality product exactly that is the time and money takes a lot of energy it does it really does people don't understand like as much as i love talking to Kristen and we're talking about things that we love talking for like our conversations are obviously longer than what's actually on the podcast. So sometimes it's just like, we're sitting here talking for like two, two and a half hours straight. Like that can be exhausting. Right. It, it can be exhausting, especially just because we're so talented. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that takes like extra energy, but also here we are sitting talking. We got from Trisha Paytas pregnancy to how old is Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> So it's we like cover it's a so lot of ground work. very quickly. It's exhausting. Y'all gotta keep up. You gotta <laughs> keep up. Keep you on your toes, guys. Okay, so I guess without any further ado, <laughs> you want to go ahead and jump into today's topic, then? 
Yes, we left y'all on a major cliffhanger at the end of the last episode because, Mm -hmm. you know, this is an oldie but a goodie. And today, Kristen and I are talking about none other than abducted in plain sight. (laughs) I'm just going to put a disclaimer on now that I feel like there's going to be a lot of laughter in this conversation, but we can laugh because all of the good people are still alive and they're well and they're doing their thing. Exactly. Okay. Successful. No one was murdered. So I feel like it's okay that we can laugh about it. Because- I mean, if you don't laugh at things that happen in this documentary and in this situation, then like, I am sorry, but you don't have a sense of humor. Like you don't, your life is miserable. Yes. I, I like watching it again because I'd seen it before a while ago. And honestly, I feel like now that I watched it again, I feel like you must have recommended it to me or something. Uh-huh. Um, watching it again, like I laughed out loud at certain yes. parts just because yeah, it was sure. so impossible and just like absurd. Um, I was taking notes and one of the first things I wrote down was like that Justin Bieber quote from like carpool karaoke. I could have been more than like five minutes in and I just was like immediately now. No. Immediately now. I've seen it all I needed to see. <laughs> immediately now. <laughs> and I don't care. I, oh, I think about now. that all the time. Um, so I guess just a quick backstory. Um, hopefully y'all have watched it and this will be more meaningful to you. But the documentary is centered on this woman, Jan Broberg. Um, and they grew up somewhere in like Idaho, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Salt Lake City, maybe something like that. Yeah. definitely more with the mormons <laughs> it's definitely mormon and you know quiet sub- suburban family nothing crazy going on and then they have this guy move in next door with his family um who they call b the letter b but his real name is robert Birchtold. and over the course of time b develops a certain special relationship with jan take <laughs> that as you will um so I guess the first thing that I I, this documentary was really a reminder to me that the 1970s were just an absolute nightmare if you were an adolescent girl women were getting snatched left and right Ted Bundy the man family the police couldn't the police not that they didn't know what they were doing but technology was so limited back then like there's only so much they could do mm-hmm. it like they would they would just get like jan just gets snatched and they like they can't do anything about it like they they have no way of tracking them okay but also her parents waited like five days mm-hmm. to report her missing yes okay so that's Maybe where we should start, even though I think that this is like the bulk of the conversation, are her parents. Oh my God. <laughs> the dumbest two people <laughs> on the planet. I mean, seriously, seriously, <gasps> their IQs have got to be 14. And it's funny because that's what um, the, one of the FBI agents, he kind of alluded to that, like exactly what you just said. He was like, you know, I don't want to say, uh, you know, they're stupid, but they were oh, naive. Naive. Yeah. <laughs> naive. I was like, I literally was like naive. Okay. Yes. The parents, though, you know, I will say the parents, obviously, they were naive. Um, and if you haven't seen the documentary, spoiler alert, this girl gets kidnapped twice by B. The same man. Not once. 
that's why and that's where like the thing comes from like abducted and played site like they literally let this man into their house whenever they wanted and then when jan disappears they're like <gasps> what happened <gasps> Which also it made me laugh again disclaimer i'm not a terrible person it this is funny to me i have a twisted sense of humor humor but one time jan is um talking in the interview and she's like so the second time i got kidnapped and she said i would just like destroy his face and like the fact that you have have to differentiate between the first and the second second right exactly oh my gosh there's just like like i understand that the documentary is about jan and Birch told and like their situation but honestly in my opinion it is about the parents I mean there's just like so pretty early on they kind of start discussing like how the family becomes like pretty um uncomfortably close like yeah you know the girls are talking and they're like oh like B was always there he was the fun dad he wanted to do puzzles with us and yada 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 right and then the mom's like, oh, he asked me for a sandwich. So I brought him a sandwich. I'm like, bitch, why? Why are you bringing this random man a sandwich? And then they end up kissing or something. And she's yeah. like, oh, he was more charismatic than my husband. So worst part. obviously, like you could make the argument 17 different ways of how the parents are so messed up and they are mostly to blame for this. But then in the second half of the documentary, Jan is like, she thinks she's legitimately in love with him yeah that's true and they like try to get her to come home and she's just like no i love b i want to be with him which i I think that legitimately is like stockholm syndrome oh 100 fucking zura and zerky or whatever the hell the aliens names were that was one part where i was just like i I really didn't want a victim blame but like i was really close well it when they played the recordings i don't know if that was actually the recordings of the alien voices that they that mm-hmm. be used i was scared like i was frightened but then of course later on she it was it was kind of nice to see when she was like i realized that these aliens weren't real and she was like yeah. one day i didn't murder my sister and then the next day i woke up and everything was fine like right. nothing happened <laughs> I know it was so bizarre so to like see her like and listen to her recount that story so I guess let's get into then like you were talking about the relationship with the parents and B so in terms of the mom and her affair with him do you think what do you make of that relationship I just feel like they I don't I I just don't even know what to say I really don't (laughs) I don't really know how to say this, but I feel like that what they what they had was sort of just your average run of the mill affair. You know, yeah. I think they both were unhappy in their marriages. I mean, so much so that Jan's parents like almost with well, dad did filed for divorce. They almost yeah. ended up divorcing. We never find out what happened to B's wife. And I think yeah, they don't too. ever talk about that bitch. I don't know what happened to her. Gail. It was like basically, well, I think they did mention that, like, because I think B at one time said to Jan's mom, like, I'm getting divorced and now you're getting divorced. So now we can be together. But I mean, oh, do you- he might have said, yeah, to Jan. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to get married the second time. Yes. And I guess that's when he decided to go live in the motorhome by himself. So I guess, do you think that 
B's relationship with Jan's mom, do you think it was just because he was trying to get closer to Jan? You know, that's kind of what they alluded to in the documentary was that he was like having and this y'all I'm about to really drop the biggest spoiler of all in this whole film in my opinion so I'm I'm gonna provide a little bit of detailed background because this is I'm telling you I can't wrap my head around it anyway so B picks up Jan's dad from the florist shop that he owns and they're riding around in the car and he's talking shit about his wife he's like I hate her I want to get a divorce I'm sexually frustrated yada 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 pulls up in this park and is like hey Jan's dad how about you help relieve me and he's like what and he's like oh that's it's just child's play this man has a full-on erection and Jan's dad what did he do he jacked him off he did he jacked him off and then had the nerve to say that was the worst decision I've ever made. You think that that really was like baffling to me. Obviously, obviously B has some sort of like sick manipulation tactics, but I can't even put myself in like Jan's dad position to be like, yeah, I can understand why he would be that. Yeah, right. That like was absurd. What? Absurd. Anyway, the point was, what I was saying was they alluded that Birch told had these sexually related relations with the mom and the dad to be able to get closer to Jan. But in Mm -hmm. my opinion, I don't think it was necessary because he already was around her so much and spent so much time with her and they obviously already really trusted him. So I I think that he's just is crazy and wanted all of them to like him i think yeah so then that goes into eventually he goes to trial um for kidnapping and child endangerment and lord knows whatever else for the first one first (laughs) first one and he ends up pleading insanity or whatever it's called and so he goes to see a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist says well psychiatrist Yes, we use that in quotation marks because we then found out that that he was was fraud. Um, He was on some Simon Laviev type. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so the psychiatrist said that he, I guess, basically like his his mother like didn't love him and he like took care of his little sister or something yeah and he like had sex with his aunt or something at the age of four but his brother also talks about how he sexually assaulted his younger sister that was like his half sister so like yeah glad you brought up the brother because that man was the highlight of the documentary you want to talk about straight shooter because at the end when ultimately B commits suicide, <laughs> what he like took a bunch of pills or something. He like take a bunch of sleeping pills or something. Uh huh. I don't remember now. I don't remember what it was either. But he was like, "Yep, did that." Then you know, kill himself. And this is like B's brother talking. I mean, his first line in the documentary was like, "Yeah, he was a pedophile." <laughs> I mean, he just came out with it. He was like a pedophile. Yeah. He, he liked little girls. I don't get it, but that was his thing. I was just like, this man is great. <laughs> and then when he like went to Utah to like help his brother, like at the car place mm-hmm. and his brother was just like, yeah, he was one hell of a car salesman, zip zap, sold a car. And I was like, 
this man can just go from compliment to insult and <laughs> not even skip a beat. He was a pedophile, but damn, could he sell a car? Could he sell a car? He was like, he could sell anything. <laughs> For real. He may be a pedophile, but that man can sell it. Water to a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's old B. <laughs> brother b they call him brother, brother b, b. And I'm like oh god as soon as that happened i was like i am out Goodbye. so i think just the, the sad part about all of it is like obviously not only did jan have stockholm syndrome but yeah. like to to some effect like the parents did too because they ended up like not pressing charges on him and stuff again the 1970s it was like a different world i don't know i wasn't there but from what it what it appears is that it was a very different world i also wonder too and i i wish they got into this a little bit more is how much the mormon church played into this because like they had referenced being mormon and stuff and i think at one point when the Jan's dad was contemplating whether or not to press charges. He said he went and talked to a priest at church and the priest said not to do it. Which connection. I mean, but as we all know, like religion doesn't get, well, I should say specifically Christianity doesn't have the best reputation for, you know, underage uh, for noodling. <laughs> underage for noodling and cover-ups. A lot of yes. cover-ups going on. Mm-hmm. So then now fast forward, we look at um like who Jan is today. Um and she and her mom wrote a book together, which intrigues me. Like uh, I guess do you think the book is just like a retelling of the movie basically? I mean, I feel like I don't know because it sounds like the mom essentially wrote the book. Like it sounds like it's from the mom's perspective more so, but I feel like yeah. a lot of the movie is too. Yeah. I that's that's one thing that I really, really liked about like the production of it was that I feel like the memories, I mean, whether or not they were true, but like the memories that her mom and dad had were like so vivid and they mm-hmm. like remembered so many details. Um, and especially when it got to the point when the FBI had the recording device oh, on, yeah, their, yeah. on their telephone. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had like those recordings. How did you feel about like, um, what's it called? Like the, uh, like dramatic like when actors are doing it you know what I'm saying when they're like describing something then actors play it out yeah I thought um maybe they could have invested a little more into those funds um I remember there was one part where it was like someone playing B's mom and her hair was just like I don't know like it was like so floppy like you could tell it was a wig like you know what I mean like it was just like not good who's gonna know how would they know <laughs> how would they know that this floppy piece of mop is not my hair <laughs> and it didn't really seem like it watching it um like it didn't really feel like it was that old but then when I got to the credits I was like this is just like a really old font and like, <laughs> it just looked really old so I don't know actually when it old came out <laughs> it just looked it was just like old like it just struck me as like late 2000s font and I was like oh, okay yeah. comic sans I mean it's exactly I mean it's not like it, none of this stuff is gonna go out of style yeah um so and then oh, unfortunately the sad part is at the very end Jan is talking about how um I think six other women yeah have like her. since come to her and said that they were also abused by B yeah 
something that I continuously had to keep in my mind when I was watching this was that Jan was like a child. Like she was like <sighs> between the ages of like what, 10 and 13. It was the seventies. It was legitimately a completely different time. People were so much more trusting, etc. Because I mean, like, I just like caught myself writing down so many questions that just were like, so judgmental, like, okay, like they're in this motor home. Okay. And she wakes up and she's hearing these fucking aliens talking and she just automatically thinks she was kidnapped by a UFO. Like that is so random and so weird to me, but I'm like, okay, like at 10, I mean, you hear aliens and you're like, oh, that must be it. And then she wakes up Birch told, and he's just like, oh yeah, this is what happened. Why does he remember? And you don't, why are you in a motor home? <laughs> like, like, why are you not questioning? You're saying that aliens kidnapped you and they put you in a motor home. that is where they took you they took you with b yeah i'm just like what and he's the one that you have to have these this alien child with so that the the alien baby can save the world or whatever and if you don't your sister's going blind and your other one's dying yeah so i'm just sitting here like damn this is one dumb ass bitch but then i'm like okay cassie come on like she's young it is the 70s life was different back then like yeah cut her a break they didn't have netflix with endless documentaries of stuff like this back in exactly. back in those days and you know back in that day too i think the detectives kind of alluded to this a little bit when he said something about like we had never really heard the word like child molester or whatever pedophile the word yeah. pedophile. Mm-hmm. and he was just kind of saying like we always thought stranger danger but we never thought your family friend danger well, yeah like yeah so now. I think back then too it was like really hard for them to like wrap their mind around that someone close to you mm-hmm. could do those things to you and you're talking about um Jan being so young I, I had that moment when they came to the part where they went to Mexico and got married oh. uh-huh. um, and I was like well Jan's what like 16 like that's not absurd and then they say that she's 14 I'm like oh my god God, I twelve. Was she twelve? I think it was twelve because that's the legal. That was the legal age in Mexico. Oh, I want to throw up. Oh. <laughs> I, that's even worse. Oh my gosh! And so they they had to ask for permission and everything. I mean, the the grace that the parents gave this girl though, because she just kept saying like, "I love him. I want to be with him. I love him. I love him." And they like did the best they could. And then eventually, when she got kidnapped the second time. <laughs> like didn't let her go back out again but the thing that was so funny to me was like they were talking to burst told because he was in jail mm-hmm. and he was like i don't know she said she's out here prostituting selling <laughs> and doing drugs to make money and i'm like sir what this girl looks like a freaking cartoon like she is not a prostitute i'm sorry she's 12 years old and she's built like a 12 year old and not everyone is like you with your sick twisted self being attracted to a 12 year old correct sir take a moment take a beat think about this logically because I don't think you are but he did just sort of like lay that on the mom and was just like yeah I heard she was like selling dope and yes she's selling her fucking pooty tang on the streets to make a a couple dollars (laughs) and poor Marianne was like oh my god (laughs) like no she told you that and he's like yeah that's what I heard (laughs) That's what I heard in prison. Oh my gosh. So, so absurd. But like, I can honestly say I've never seen anything else 
no like this Mm -mm. so of course we have to give a rating um what would you rate this 10 out of 10 10 (laughs) out of 10 this is quality content it's different than anything you've ever seen I think it takes you through a real emotional like roller coaster because it's like you know like we were just talking about how we were like damn this bitch is so stupid but then we're like oh but she's a child and there's Mm -hmm. like this whole alien abduction story and then there's like she's on the street selling her body and doing drugs. And then the aliens are still telling him to tell her things. And I mean, towards the end is where it really starts to get sad. Like she was saying that he probably raped her over 200 times. That's when she kind of talks about like, there were six other women that came forward. You see her at the trial, like having to confront this man after 30 years of not seeing him so that he doesn't Mm -hmm. get released. Um, I thought kind of like you said about production, they provided a lot of like really good examples like they have the recordings they had photos they had videos etc etc so yeah 10 out of 10 would recommend literally to anyone who exists on the planet because (laughs) you will laugh you will think about crying you will be confused you will be sad it excellent excellent documentary yeah I mean I think when you first started it's like oh here we go like it definitely gives off like lovely bones vibes if you ever saw lovely bones 100%. um so it definitely gives off those kind of vibes where it's like oh here we go like sketchy guy next door mm-hmm. but then the way that it's just like nuanced and like she was ha- like she was kidnapped but like not against her will kind of thing yeah and the fact that they like everyone I mean at that point except for B was still alive and like mm-hmm. they had her sisters there talking about it and everything <laughs> which also you mentioned videos I feel like that's so common in like old movies and stuff that everyone just has these like videos that they took I know stuff. I feel like <laughs> with our parents is where like I think home movies kind of started to die out a little bit because like I don't have any home videos of me as a kid or me me and my mom doing anything I'm sure that like some exist of my family but yeah it's not I mean definitely not enough to where it's like if you could make a documentary yeah heaven forbid like a bee comes takes me they're not gonna be like oh no and he comes back from the dead hand over the the um the family videos um which did they ever say if he had any children of his own they didn't hmm that's just something that I would be interested the way that they like kind of painted the picture was that they also like when the birch Toads and the broberg families when they like just started that's hanging true. out like they yeah. they kind of made it seem that like the dads were friends and the moms were friends and then they had kids that also friends. like yeah, played with the broberg girls mm-hmm. they did make it sound that way so god bless those people if they are still with us um god bless b's brother Oh the, yes. the legit brother him. B. Yes. God bless him. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's successful. And I hope his, you know, car sales have, you know, grown since the release of this documentary. Right. Well, it seems like he's living on the right side of history um, <laughs> and condemning his brother. He may be a good salesman, but he is still a pedophile. <laughs> Let the record show. Um, so your rating. What is my rating? Mm-hmm. I think I would give it a solid four out of five. Based on the same kind of things that you said that it's like, it's not like anything you've ever seen before. Um, and the way that they like, they have the receipts for a lot of it. 
So why did it lose a couple points? That's what I need to hear. Because it didn't like blow my mind and it wasn't like on the cutting. I mean, also disclaimer, like this is the second time I watched it. So like I, mm-hmm. I knew what happened, but that's true. it didn't like blow my mind. I, I mean, a five star rating would be like insane for me like you know best I can't imagine seen. what that is because I feel like this was one of them <laughs> it was really good did you ever watch there was this HBO series that was done um it was called it's called like murder on the beach or something like that mm-hmm. uh, like murder beach <laughs> something along those lines but sounds really lame right but it's actually like directed produced everything filmed everything by this guy whose mother was murdered when he was little and it still was unsolved so I guess he was like in film school and like this was his project of like trying to solve his mom's murder Um, so I mean I that's just an example of something that would be like oh my god what like it, it, it was just very personal in that way but I mean this Abducted in plain sight was very thorough. Um, although like we we have questions, but it's like, okay, ultimately who cares if B had kids or not? Like Yeah, it doesn't change the, um, the story. It's just us being inquisitive and curious. Right. Digging deeper. Yeah. Um, and shout out to the parents for also being like they recognize their mistakes. They're they like, how did. could we, you know, they're not trying to pretend that that they handled the situation perfectly which i love and respect but then also it's been almost 50 years since everything went down so well today who knows when they filmed it but let um, me just tell you though if i was jan and my mom started writing a book i would be i would be like ma'am can you simmer down this is not about you (laughs) were you in the motorhome for six weeks i didn't think so did you talk to xena and zara about <laughs> your baby saving the world because you're half alien i don't think so Mm-mm. no sure she's having a whole like jamie lynn spears moment oh she's trying to like ride the coattails of britney aka jan's story Jan is the star yes <laughs> let her shine um so is there anything else that you want to touch on with abducted in plain sight I don't think so, but if you did not see it in 2019 when it came out on Netflix, I definitely would encourage you to see it now. Yeah, it's a nice, quick, and easy watch. I think it's like less than an hour and a half, which um, is like right up my alley. Like that's just enough to like keep me engaged the whole time, which they like covered everything that I felt that they needed to. Um, so it was good. All right. Well, I guess that will do it for us for this is episode eight. Wow. Oh, thanks for the FBI. If you've made it this long, thanks for riding with your girls. We appreciate it. And Cassie, where can everyone find us? You can find us on Instagram at a case, the number four, the FBI. And for any, you know, questions, concerns, information, you know, shows you want to share, you can email us at um, a case, the number four, the FBI at gmail.com. Did I do that right? Stunning. Yes. Okay. That that's the number four. It just gets me every time. 
yeah so thanks guys for listening as always um we don't have any plans for the next episode yet so if you have anything that you've been watching that you really need someone to talk to about please let us know we're definitely open to that or if there's anything that i I really want to get in on like something hot you know like straight mm-hmm. by the iron's hot did you watch love is blind you know i did not i did not watch the first season okay. i have not watched the second season um guys if that's something you're interested in i'm you know i'm willing to i'm one of those people like i'm just gonna be honest like when when that show came out and everybody got so hot and bothered for it it made me want to watch it less <laughs> yeah i don't know i felt that way about bird box like everybody was so hot and bothered i i, I didn't want to watch it like yeah. But if you guys want us to talk about it, we can absolutely do that. I'm just throwing it out there since season two is out now. I probably will watch it anyways, regardless, because I was one of the basic girls who did watch season one. <laughs> um, and just the premise is just so interesting. Yeah, there's nowhere. I mean, we'd be more than happy to continue talking about murder. I guess this was not murder, but yeah. Abduction. And I think um, probably by the time we're recording the next episode, I think the first reunion will be airing for Salt Lake City. So maybe we could watch the newest season, talk about that, and then talk about the reunions. I don't know. You guys let us know. I know Orange County is probably coming to an end soon. I know that New Jersey just started. So if you guys are kind of wanting us to get on the housewives train, just let us know which one y'all want to hear about. And we're more than happy to, especially me because I ride or die for the Real Housewives franchise. Andy Cohen is working overtime. Oh, wow. that man. A God to us all. God bless him. God bless him. Maybe we'll have him on the podcast someday. Yeah, I'll reach out. Yeah. See, you know, put some feelers out. Right. Just He's probably heard of us by now. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely so. Maybe we could actually step in for him if he, you know, isn't able to make any of the reunions. Oh, or even watch what happens live after mm-hmm. that's that's where the real drama happens that's where I'm telling you that is where 90% of the shit that gets thrown back in people's faces during the reunion comes from because they'll be like they'll watch the season finale of Salt Lake City and so when the finale airs they haven't recorded the reunion yet okay so essentially there's still time for people to like make a comment and be like oh well Meredith sucked this guy's toes and blah, blah, blah. and so then it comes up at the reunion and it's just like or not when when it airs but when they first see it right. if that makes sense. they get to see the season before everybody else mm-hmm. okay I'd definitely be down for that finally understand what's going on with Jen Shaw I can finally get an informed opinion on her Yes, yes. Popping with Mary Cosby. Oh, Lord. And the rest of the gang. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, you guys let us know if there's a franchise that you want us to, you know, pick up on at the end or New Jersey just started. We can start, you know, kind of following the season, whatever you guys want. Yes. Sounds good. All All right, right, everyone. Bye. Bye.